Welcome to Shouts of Grace Radio, practical conversations from God's Word, hosted by Pastor Steve Pearson of Redemption Hill Church in Eagle Mountain, Utah. At Shouts of Grace Radio, it's our purpose to encourage you to see the Bible as God's source of truth for everyday life and grace as the foundation for a genuine relationship with God. Now, let's join Pastor Steve for today's conversation. Hey, welcome back to the program, and we are super blessed, delighted that you would join us today. And um, as always, we're um, desiring to share with you uh, things out of God's Word here at Shouts of Grace Radio. And um, and to do so, we have to open up God's Word. So if you desire to to follow along, um, encourage you to grab your Bible. We'll be in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 32 today. Um, Also, just a shout out to those of you who are first-time listeners uh, to Shouts of Grace. um, Welcome. And we wanted to let you know that um, to be a part of the ministry here, um, there's an extension of it online. And so you can go to... Uh, shoutsofgraceradio.com and there you'll have an, a number of episodes of uh, five years worth um, that you can catch up on and follow along with and um, and if you're a return listener we definitely want to say welcome back and thank you for your support um, you bless us by by tuning in and uh, give value to uh, to what we're trying to do as we expand the kingdom here um, in Utah County and throughout Utah. And so um, if you've never been uh, a part of Shouts of Grace, then um, I'll let you know that what we do here is we have different guests uh, that come on. Sometimes they're in studio. Sometimes they call in over the phone. They're, they're pastors and church leaders. And we just basically uh, take take a, a series or we take a topic from scripture or something that we're dealing with in society and we uh, apply a biblical worldview to it. And so um, this, after the broadcast, this becomes a podcast and it's on uh, Spotify and all the other major uh, podcast platforms. And so you can download that and follow along as well. And just one other thing is that Shouts of Grace Radio, we like to say, is a, is a radio uh, ministry of Redemption Hill Church in Eagle Mountain, Utah. Um, and we do meet on Sunday mornings. And so you can go, you know, if you don't have a home church, you can go to rhutah.church and you can uh, just get the information from there as well. So today um, I have in studio a um, familiar voice. I was going to say face, but you can't see anything um, on, on radio. Um, but just close your eyes and think of old and pretty uh, when you think of Joe, <laughs> Joe Funicelli is one of the elders at, um, at, uh, that was mean, man. Huh? I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's okay. It's better than being old and uh, something else. Yeah. Joe Funicelli, he's one of the uh, elders and pastors uh, at Redemption Hill Church with myself. And so um, he's in studio today. Um, and, and as always, we want to, we want to say thank you to Key Radio for the use of their studios in Provo, Utah. And so how are you, Joe? I'm, I'm doing good. And, and, I'm more masculine than pretty. You're mature. I'm, I'm, okay. We'll say that. You're right. you're mature, right. mature and yeah. And and you're yeah. So we'll leave it there. Um <laughs> so we were talking before before we went on air and you know, we were kind of uh just chatting about our, our subject. And so I thought, man, well let's let's take this on air and then let's kind of, you know, because it's a it's it's there's a part of it that's really difficult to understand practically as we kind of live out our lives. And so what I want to do is is start by reading Ephesians 4.32, and then uh, we'll just kind of talk about it. I'll, th- I'll throw, throw a couple questions your way since you're older than me and you have more wisdom. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> but um, anyway, Ephesians 4.32, uh, for those of you that want to follow along, it says, Be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving each other, just as God in Christ 
has also forgiven you. Um, so, so Pastor Joe, this is this is a difficult passage practically. I mean, we we can look at it and go, oh, yeah, forgiveness. Oh, great, God's forgiven me. But when it comes to practically forgiving people, this is hard because there are times when uh, people hurt us deeply, right? And it and it leaves an imprint on our mind. And and so, you know, to some would look at this and think, okay, well, you know, to forgive somebody else, it requires me to erase the offense completely. It requires me to forget it. And it's just too deep. And I can't do that. And because I can't do that, I must not be a really good Christian. And and, and that's a very easy conclusion to come to, right? Um, when we're scarred, we hurt, we, we tend to want to stand up and fight back, right? And, and, and we don't tend to want to wait for our version of justice, right? We want to implement it ourselves. But, but is this verse saying, is, is this a, an understanding of in Christian, in Christian thought that, that if I'm, you know, uh, going to be a faithful Christian, that I need to forget what somebody's done to me because forgetfulness Forgetting the offense is forgiveness. Is 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 that because some people equate that? Is is that what it is? Well, per- personally, I d- I don't think so because I think when you um, think about just have a wound on your your arm, and it takes time to heal, and that wound uh, will scab over and it will bump against something, and then there'll be that pain again, and there'll be that issue. I don't think. Um, I think only God. Uh, can really um, forgive and and forget. He says he puts these things behind his back, so to speak. I think for us, um, it takes sometimes it takes time. Some sometimes for some people, maybe the just the power of God's spirit coming upon them, they can they can not only forgive, but it like never enters in again. Hmm. But I think for the average person, with the help of God. It still is a process to go through that he allows us to for many reasons. And so I think that and just think back, if you've ever been hurt by anybody, you can forgive them. But that can still come into your mind. Mm. You know, it still comes back. And then it's something to deal with again. And then you're like, OK, I will re, you know, give this to the Lord. I forgive mm. this person. And I continued to march on. Hmm. You know, that brings up, that's a good point. It brings up kind of a deeper, kind of a deeper hole to dig in. Um, First of all, kind of what you had said, you know, piggybacking off of, you know, you have a scar and you bump up against it and it bleeds again or, you know, or a scab, you know, even once it heals, you know, I've got, I've got a couple of scars that they're healed. There's no outside of seeing the scar. There's no, it's not like there's a scab that'll bleed easily, but they're tender. Even this, even the scars are tender. And if I hit a portion of my leg that there was a surgery on, it'll hurt. And so I, I think there's something there that, because a lot of times people will be made to feel like they're, they're, they're not mature, they're not where they're at because they had something happen to them and they believe that, okay, I've forgiven the person from my heart. But then like you said, something will come up that will pull that past hurt into the present and because they respond in such a way that isn't kind of well you know that's in the past they they they're they're often seen by others as well have you really forgiven you know and 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 i think there's something that we need to say here and that is every one of us joe we're shaped in some way by our past experiences whether those are great experiences or they're hurtful experiences right and when i become a christian 
to think that somehow my entire past hurts are magically erased away and the imprint that they've left on my life in the present is is to be just gone and we're to you know i heard one guy say well god's told you to you know reckon the old man dead not healed that sounds funny right i mean that that's that sounds fine but here's the problem it's not reality for any person because those hurts do follow us in ways where they shape how we respond to people in the in, in the present, right? We might have had a bad experience as a child, and it impacts how we, you know, what we impose on other people as we relate to them. So I don't think forgiveness is saying just wipe it away, forget it never happened, and move on and treat the person like it never happened. I think that's a really warped way of looking at forgiveness. I think forgiveness is... I am choosing not to hold a debt against you for what you did. That doesn't mean I don't forget it. It just means I'm not going to hold, I'm not going to hold you in a prison cell in my own mind for what you did. But from my heart, I'm going to say you're forgiven, even though I maintain that I can remember the things that are done. Because I think sometimes God uses the past for us to exercise wisdom in the now, right? Yes. I mean, what 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 are your practical experiences with with this idea of forgiving a person from the heart? Like, what would that look like? Because that's what we're called to do from Scripture. Does it mean ignore what they've ever done and and just move on? No, and I I think I think you see that in just life. Of course, Jesus says to Peter, like, Lord, do I forgive him seven times? And Jesus, like, seventy times seven, right? Um, because it's an attitude of the heart as God, we allow God to work in our lives. It's an attitude from the heart. But if you, let's say you're in a business relationship or even a marriage and the same thing keeps happening over and over and over and over, you can forgive them, but you might want to use wisdom and somehow change those circumstances or have something done where it doesn't need to keep happening, right? Yeah. So because you mentioned wisdom, so we can enter in and, and, and make those decisions, make those changes so we don't have to go through the same same thing yeah. uh, and deal with. Yeah. You know, I'll give you a practical example without giving any specifics. You know, recently I've, you know, had the opportunity to minister to a young person who um, was hurt um, by someone close to them in the same exact way that I was hurt by that same person who's close to them, right? And and so I have forgiven the person in my heart, meaning that if the person were to call me, it, it's, you know, there, there, there's an act of emotion towards it, but I would be like, you know, he asked for forgiveness. I'd be like, yeah, totally. You know, it's it's a done deal. But But here's what happened. As I started to minister to this person and listen to them, they started saying things that were bringing up all of my past experiences and I was getting upset again, right? And now now somebody might look at that and go, well, that's you were getting upset because you haven't forgiven the person. And I'm saying, no way, you know, that, that I don't think those are equivalent. I believe, like you said before the show, we're emotional people. And, and there are times when our emotions emotions rise to the surface Right. And we're like, ah, but that doesn't mean we haven't forgiven the person because here's what happens. As soon as I'm out of that situation, everything simmers down and I go right back to the way I was before. Like, oh, yeah, if they called me, I'd you know, be like, whatever, you know. Yeah. So it just shows that sometimes we're we can be captive to our emotions in any given moment that might look to the you know holier than that like well you just haven't forgiven them yet, because if you forgiven them, you would never have another emotion whatsoever. And I'm saying, I don't know about that one, man. 
you know? Yeah. I, I, I think it, it's, uh, you know, like our faith is alive and active because we're walking in this life. Um, our, our emotions, our feelings are still there. And those scabs or maybe those hurts that take a long time to go away, you know, get brought up. And, and, and I think it's a lot like um, when it, the Bible says, cast your care upon him because he cares for you. It's, it's, I think the analogy in that, that wording is that care is like a heavy stone. And a lot of times you have to take that up to him and it wants to come back to you. It does roll back and you have to continually give it over to him. I don't always think. And it can be, but I don't always think it's a one-time thing. I think some people have to go through a process of mm. some time. But I want to just, if we have a second to look at this verse, he says here, and be kind to one another and tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God in Christ forgave you. Yeah, I want to look at that on the other side okay. of the break, because right. I think that's that's where really we want to get to. Yeah. Um, but but also, you know, before we take a, a quick break, I want to say that that, you know, the, the reason I want to talk about this is, is I know that there's people that are believers that are listening to this and they're thinking, man, they're, they're living almost under a cloud of self-condemnation because they're thinking to themselves, well, gosh, this is still, this is still tender to me. This is still emotional. The, the topic is brought up and, and I just kind of, I, I kind of go down this hole and I kind of lose it. And I, oh my gosh, I must not have forgiven him. God, what do I got to do to forgive him? And I just want to encourage the people that look. The, the the test for me as to whether I've forgiven this particular person is when I think the scenario through in my mind. If they called me and said, hey, I was wrong, would you forgive me? I've already forgiven them in my heart. But if I think through the process and they call and they call me, you know, they come and they call me. And my reaction in my heart is, you know what, forget you, you know, like go, go burn in Gehenna. You know, if, if, if that's my response, there's nothing you can say that will ever, then, then that's a big issue. Right. Yes. And so I, I think we need to, that's unforgiveness. That's unforgiveness. We, we need to think through this properly so that we don't allow the enemy to bring condemnation on us. And so I want the listener to understand just because you have an emotional response to a tender thing that happened in your past, in your life, doesn't mean you haven't forgiven them. So make sure you bring that to the Lord and weed through that. Because if you have to live under the condemnation of, of, of that thought process, that'll never go away. The enemy will always be there to feed you that spoonful yes. of, of condemnation. So, hey, we're, we're going to take a short break. We'll be right back. You're listening to Shouts of Grace. You're listening to Shouts of Grace, the radio ministry of Redemption Hill Church in Eagle Mountain, Utah. For more information about Redemption Hill or Pastor Steve, visit our website at rhutah.church. Shouts of Grace Radio is thankful for the encouragement from Key Radio, reaching Utah with the good news of eternal life from their station in Provo, Utah. Now, let's join Pastor Steve for the conclusion of today's broadcast. Welcome back to the program. Have in the studio today, Pastor Joe Funicello uh, with Redemption Hill Church. And Joe, before the break, we were just talking about Ephesians, um, I believe it's 432, where it talks about being kind and tenderhearted towards one another, forgiving one another. And we just talked about what that what that looks like. But then it says, just as Christ or God has forgiven you in Christ. And so let, let's unpack that because I think that really becomes... You know, it's one thing for me to say to you, you need to forgive them. You need to forgive this person, Joe. You need to forgive them. You know, white knuckle it and forgive them even though there's hate in your heart, right? There is, if, if you don't have a motivation to anchor to for forgiveness, then it just becomes about your strength. Yes. You know, just yes. just just be a stronger Christian and yeah. mustered up. Yeah. So So connect these two. Where do I get the strength to forgive a person who's wronged me? 
um, based on what this passage is saying. Well, you know, Paul could have just said, of course, uh, be kind to one another, tenderhearted. Kindness is in First Corinthians 13, uh, part of love. So just be kind uh, to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another. He could have stopped there, but he didn't. He goes, even as God in Christ has forgiven you. I think um, part of this, of course, is us taking a second to think back and to say, Lord, you, you went to that cross for me. You, you were treated horrifically. And if I was the only person, you still would have done that. And you, you were beaten and you were scourged and you were nailed and you did it for me. And so when I realized the cost and then he forgave me, then in my heart, it's like, oh, man, you know what? There may be hurts there. There may be things there. It may come up all the time. I can forgive because Paul Paul gives us here, this is the vehicle I think we use for forgiveness, that we realize as we look back how much we've been forgiven. And if we go one, just one chapter back in Ephesians 3.19, it says Paul's praying for them. And then he says, in 319, and to know the love of Christ, which passes knowledge, that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. And that know is gnosko, to know by experience. There is a relationship that we have through God's Spirit with Him that He, as 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 I, I believe Paul said, he, he floods our heart with His love in Romans. And so as we spend time with Him and and walk with him in this in this relationship, then it's less about my works and my power and pulling myself up by my bootstraps and yielding to him as as Romans twelve one would say. And and now my life can be a vessel to be used as he works through me with his mighty power. You know, it talks about his his it, it the power given to us is the same power given to us is the same power that raised him from the dead. He has much for us. And I think if we continually on in this and we're struggling, that maybe part of it is we need to just realize who he is, what he's done in our lives, and allow him to fill us up with himself. I'll tell you what, when we're filled with all the fullness of God, we can do things and we can be vessels that we were never able to be before because it's his power working through us. If I rely upon myself, I'll tell you what, that's a bad scene. Mm. But when I rely upon him working in me and I realize what he's done, of course I can forgive. And then, but in a week or two or something, maybe something comes up. I need to re-give that over. Mm. But it's something God wants to do in our life. So we might be his children, he talks about. Yeah. You know, I, I think as you look at that that passage in Ephesians, it's interesting. It almost seems like what he's painting out is your reaction to the wrongs that are done to you have to be viewed through the wrongs that you've done to God, right? Meaning, meaning if I have a cheap value of the cross, it will stand to reason that I will have a misunderstanding and a cheap value of forgiveness, right? But if I first understand the, the the very essence of the gospel and the demonstration of the love that you were talking about is that while I was a sinner, Christ died for me. Now, this is important. It, it's, it's syntactically what it's saying is while you were in the process of sinning, right, 
Christ died for the ungodly. So, so, so here's what I'm looking at. It wasn't, it wasn't like the cross was applied to me once, you know, once I was worthy, once I, you know, repented, once I got my life cleaned up, it, it was the cross and the love of God that was demonstrated that caused me to bow my knee and say, wow, this God would do this for me in a state of rebellion. And here's why that's important. Cause I think sometimes we have a misconception it says, I will forgive them when they ask for forgiveness, right? Yeah. I, will, I will say, yeah. you know, and here's the thing. The, the, the contrast he's making here is to the cross. He's saying, wait a minute. God didn't respond to you that way. God died to you while you were a sinner, yeah. before you asked for forgiveness, before you. Christ came to die for that, meaning what you did was a response to what he started. Yeah. And so if forgiveness is related in that sense, then I don't have to wait for somebody to ask for forgiveness in order to forgive them from my heart. Would you say that's correct? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and so so here's here's the freedom in that though. This is what I love. When I choose to look at what God's forgiven of me, what God's forgiven me of, then the debt that somebody else I believe owes me kind of fades away. It's, it's not that the offense fades away, but my holding them to a debt and once they pay me, then I'll release them. And the payment is, tell me you're sorry, admit it, then I'll release you. No, what God is saying is because of this cross and I released you, now you turn and regardless of what the other person does or doesn't do, you forgive them from your heart. Yes. I mean, I, I think that's a that's a healthy understanding that doesn't that doesn't that that paints a picture of what God's expectation is, but doesn't bring condemnation on a person. You know. Yes. Yeah. So, I, I, yeah. I I agree. Um, you, you know, the, you'd mentioned earlier before. You know, we got a minute and a half, two minutes left. You'd mentioned earlier the the parable. Um, you know, and you you'd kind of brought something up where he talks about the unforgiving servant. And I wonder if you can kind of bring that up. It's just kind of food for thought about maybe kind of the torture that we bring into our own life when we don't forgive people. Yeah, I, I, I think unforgiveness is a vehicle not only for the enemy to, um, you know, um, well, just take us in a place that we shouldn't be. It becomes a foothold. There becomes bitterness. And then all of a sudden we're, we're in a hole and we're wondering, how in the world did I get here? In this parable in um, Matthew 18, it mentions about this servant being forgiven tremendously. And then that servant, there's just a little bit that, that a guy owes him and he's just ruthless to him. And um and then in uh, Matthew 18, 34, 35, it says, and his master was angry and delivered him to the torturers until he should pay all that was due him. And so my heavenly father also will do to you if each of you from his heart do not forgive his brother his trespasses. And in some way, we were, we were talking about how does that relate to us as believers? The forgiveness is on the cross. When Jesus says it's done, it's done for us. But how does that relate in us living? And in some respect, maybe we open the door and we allow the enemy to mm. torture us by yeah. unforgiveness and we're trapped. Yeah. Amen. I, I think that's I think that's practical. 
Um, hey, we're we're like actually out of time for this episode, and so this kind of went quick. I know that's a it's a touchy subject, and you know, but um, yeah, we encourage you to to think through, pray through those things, um, and and don't live under the condemnation that if you have a tender wound from the past and and it comes up from time to time that somehow you're 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 not a good Christian, you haven't forgiven. Um, you know, ask ask the Lord to reveal that to you a little bit more. Um, hope to see you next time here on Shouts of Grace. God bless you, and hope the Lord richly blesses you. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Shouts of Grace Radio with Pastor Steve Pearson. We hope that you've been encouraged to see the Bible as God's source of truth for everyday life and grace as the foundation for a genuine relationship with God. If you've been encouraged in your journey following and learning more about Jesus, we would love to hear from you. You can visit us online at shoutsofgraceradio.com. At ShoutsOfGraceRadio.com, you can listen to all of our episodes, share them online with your friends, and find out more about Pastor Steve. Shouts of Grace is an outreach of Redemption Hill Church in Eagle Mountain, Utah. Thank you again for joining us on today's show. And from all of us at Shouts of Grace, it is our prayer that you would grow in the grace and knowledge of Jesus Christ.